watching prohibition fall down. What's up, we be waking in a bacon, waking in a bacon, my friend. How's it going, That's Scotty? Delicious. It's going delicious, sir. You said bacon. That's like beer to me, all right? Sausage or bacon? Which one? Both. <laughs> you better sausage up that. You better bacon up that sausage, boy. Get a side of bacon with your sausage. I see how yeah. it is. Yeah, you better butter up that bacon. Never seen The Simpsons? It's like Homer. That's how Homer eats. Butters up his bacon. Bacon's no, up his sausage. Nothing better than a meat salad for breakfast. It was just my favorite place. I try to go get a salad and be healthy. And they're like, yeah, we have a chorizo salad or a steak salad. I'm like, no, no, that seems healthy, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my neighbor told me one time when I first said maybe second or third time over his house. What are you eating tonight? Oh, just grilling up some meat salad. And I didn't catch it. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> like, are you putting some chicken on salad or what are you doing? Right. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. No check, check out ripped Popeye here. He's been working hard. Working yeah. hard, you know? Hey, I got ripped Abe Lincoln here. You know, he's Merca. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. It just says Merca on there. God, this shirt was good. I actually was asking, uh, there is a UFC fighter that looks just like Abe Lincoln. Um, I actually Googled it, and it was fucking awesome. You should Google a, a UFC fighter that looks like Abe Lincoln. I'm telling you, it was fucking unbelievable, man. Watch this. <laughs> yes. Yes, are you showing this guru? Oh, yeah. This motherfucker, come on. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, man? This guy or Abe? Abe Lincoln was like six foot fucking six, I want to say, man. Oh, nice. Anyway, what can you do? <laughs> By the way, you can just Google, Google UFC fighter Abe Lincoln and this motherfucker shows up, man. All right. Check it yes, out. Sir. Apparently, that means a lot of other people think the same thing as you, I believe. Right. Maybe he does. Moving, um, excuse me, moving on, do a little show rundown here. Uh, what we got, what's growing on today. First off, you guys, make sure you got something to toke on. Don't have to, but you know, enjoy, enjoy the hang. Uh, we got Scotty caught a chick flick with, with, with the lady, apparently. Wait, did I put that on there? Oh, I did. I'm embarrassed now. I thought that, okay. I thought we were just talking about that. I don't want to talk about it. I'll talk yes. about it. All right. Uh, <laughs> and I found DGC post here was titled immunity to dabs. Do concentrates affect your ability to get high? Mm-hmm. I think so. I definitely think so. There's enough there for a conversation, that's for sure. Uh, dabs are pretty damn new to the scene considering the historical use of cannabis. How did they evolve? You found a couple of cool articles on just first dab yeah. rigs. This stuff is really still pretty new considering how long people have been using it. It's really new. And I was reminiscing of going over our graphic artist, Greg's house. And he goes, oh, yeah, you want to do a dab? And I was like, what? And I remember I did it in his front doorway. You know, like I was like half in, half out of the house, you know. And I remember I held the hit in real long. And he goes, you don't have to hold it in, man. And uh, but that was my first experience. It wasn't that long ago, maybe 2000, I don't know, 12 or 13, maybe, maybe even 14 for all I know. The years, you know. We'll talk about it. In the news, this is pretty cool. Daycares in Finland built a forest floor and it changed children's immune systems. Bet it did. I'm actually not surprised. I like this. Right. Very cool. Is your life, and I found this one. This is interesting as well. Is your life insurance company cool with marijuana use? Whoa. Uh, is, yours? Is, your, is your home insurance company cool with your fucking grow? Probably not. Mm, 
maybe some updates coming soon. We got to keep that on the DL <laughs> until everything's good to go. But seriously, guys, before we get into the show, dudegrows.com forward slash support. We have our first big giveaway of the year rocking the HLG Scorpion Art Spec. If you don't know what that is, go to Horticulture Lighting Group. It'll light up a six by six veg, five by five bloom, uh, and they can get close to the canopy. Uh, these, I believe, these diodes are lower power, but there's more of them. You can get up to 12 inches from your canopy where I run the 600 R spec, I'm like three feet off. You don't have to be three feet off, but I'm up there with the thing. Right. And it works, it penetrates, it's fabulous. What was uh, a, so, what was like a double-ended Gavita cost or like an inexpensive light, like one of those giant grow wing lights, you know, the big giant 36 inch hoods. That complete with a thousand watt HPS, what would that cost you think with a nice bulb? I haven't looked in a while. I'm gonna say in the range of 400. 400 you got if you want to get the blue bulb it's an extra hundy so i'm saying you're in the four to five hundred bucks uh to get into a traditional light this is 899 they are coming down it looks like it's on sale from 1100 bucks it's starting to get to where you can justify the extra spend we talk about cutting your electric bill in half you talk about being able to run it a little bit hotter in the room which means a little bit less ac uh and the whole spread of that light man it starts to justify itself the spend if you guys want a chance to win this baby february 22nd we'll announce the winner we'll hit everybody up over on patreon if you're supporting the show and logged in at patreon just go to the dgc hlg scorpion r spec hookup make a comment and that's all you need to do uh, go over to horticulture lighting group i believe there's still a sale going on some lights uh, the 600 yeah. r spec i think was down to like 699 so like you said for the investment not having to change bulbs and deal with all that shit in a great light is a good hookup. Also, when you support the show, free seeds from Seeds Here Now for new members, 30% off Real Growers Recharge, access to the DGC Discord server, great place for information, whether you're a new grower, seasoned grower, you want to talk concentrates, you want to talk whatever, it's buzzing. It's buzzing all the time. Reminds me when I first went to Europe and I was staying, I think, in Spain, Barcelona. I looked out the window at 2.30 in the morning. It's like, this doesn't look much different than 8 at night right now. Just buzzing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like how you say that. You're classy. When I first went to Europe. Ucros.com <laughs> <laughs> forward slash support. Check it out. All right. Yes. Get into the show, man. Let's check out some dank nugs, what we're all smoking on. Yes. All right. I'm into it. First up is Rosemary Gimlet by Rosemary Gimlet F2 by Dank C. All right. What What's, is a gimlet? Isn't it like a drink? Vodka gimlet, please. I'm supposed to say underscore, right? I know I always f this up. It's one of those things. I'm supposed Hang to say dank underscore C so people can like find them. I don't think so, but Guru, come on, you you're the young in here. What what do we do? What's the etiquette? Uh, that is that's dank C over there. Uh, if you're giving him a shout out and like trying to tell people how to go find him, then you would say the underscore. But if you're just like talking about his his account, then why do we need the underscore? C. Like because I understand what a space is. Inst no, because Instagram doesn't let you put spaces in there, and a lot of uh, things for usernames don't let you put spaces in there. But it'll let you put an underscore to pretend like there's a space. Hey, there. Guru, all this time that y'all talking, I'm staring at it. Do you get it? Do you get this name? Banksy, the artist, the, the graffiti uh, artist, and Banksy. That took me a second. Remember yeah. that Banksy guy? He was uh, an artist, and he sold his he sold this painting. And then, as soon as the auction gavel went down, somebody had a remote control and shredded half of it. It shredded. Oh, and you can't mention that without mentioning that the instant that happened, 
it like 10 X in value uh, from the person who paid, I think it was like $2 million for the painting. It shredded itself. It's worth 10 now or 20. Now. You just should have seen everybody's face. They have it on video and they're like, you know, sold for $1.6 million. And then it's just a shredder starts and everybody is horrified. It is so funny to fuck with people of that class. <laughs> Beautiful. a dank nug says, what's up DGC new to the website and first time posting dank picture. Well, I don't thanks for posting. It's not exactly sure how to use this website, but I'll figure it. We'll figure it out along the way. You sure did, because this is a dank nug here. This strain is posted, or this strain posted is called Rosemary Gimlet F2 V1, grown under an HLG 600 R spec. And I didn't pick this for you know the growth story behind it. This is an awesome looking bud here. I mean, Buzzy! Wow, I'd have a hard time not smoking those leaves. I was just going to tell you, so this is for Bruce Banner. Can you please ask him why? Do we need to trim this at all? And, of course, some people say, well, we can use those leaves for concentrate or something, but why not just smoke them? I'm just going to smoke them. Because they're harsh. Because although they're coated with resin, it does affect the flavor. Those sweet, harsher flowers there. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say, if you want to cut that whole plant down, cut all your fan leaves off of it, hang it up to dry, when it's dry, trim your sugar leaves off and then put them in something like a volcano. Uh, that is a great way yep. to use up your trim without having to do any type of extraction yep. or anything with it. Just vaping your like sugar leaves like that. Um, you will not be able to tell the difference in vaping that and flour. It eliminates the harshness of the leaf material burning. Yep. You just vape off yeah, all those extra tip. trichomes. And even the magical butter type things, man. The infused herb makers. Facebook has got me now. They're marketing the infused herb makers <laughs> all the time. But even something like that, you'd be able to get some fucking dank-ass edibles off of that. <laughs> I got a comment. I got a feature from Brandon, Brandon, Brandel Nedmonton. We'll okay. go with that. It says, if you look really, really closely, you can see that there's cannabis under those trichomes. <laughs> I just got to what's it out there. It's Brandon in Edmonton. Thank you. Jesus, Thank man. You. You, know you know how I do the whole it, man. I try double case hard. thing and everything. Uh, I don't know. Shout out to Sonny and Bechtopia. And yeah, Jack right on. Thanks, guys. Sonny in Bechtopia says that, that I need to grow as well. So I have heard the DTC. Actually, she said she's excited to check out the grow. So I've heard the DGC loud and clear, and I am excited to check out the grow. What do you think, Guru? You think anything will get done this week? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think we'll have it roughed in by this week. And What are you talking on there? This is, um, I think it's called Jack X. It's Jack Her. I know that. It's just, uh, you know, some clone of it. But fucking A is it. Thank you. Have a... Actually, I think this is it. Uh, fuck, I got the wrong one, man. This is that mac and cheese still. I'm sorry. Okay. That's still that mac and, the mac and cheese around. Hey, I'm, I gave you a dab earlier. This got this uh, 710 Labs papaya. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, I'm not, I am a dab snoot. When I smoke see. his shit, I'm a dab snoot, man. This off. I, yeah, this is, this is one of, if not, like my favorite strains. Um, it it tastes like what you would imagine if Skittles made a papaya Skittle. Yeah, wow. It tastes like a papaya Skittle would taste. I don't think Skittles makes that, but that's what it tastes like, and it's fucking awesome. And and you talk about the unconscious. Sometimes I grew papaya a long time ago. I made a nice living with papaya, and it was kind of a a big deal to get that cut. 
so actually, I'm sorry, they were seeds. And I got my, I made my own pheno or found my own pheno of that. But that probably brings back unconscious memories to me. You know, the smells <laughs> that you remember unconsciously. I dig, I dig. I do miss having flavors of, uh, not that I couldn't get them, of live resin. I remember last, I don't think what those were, artif were the Pax pens artificially flavored with terpenes? I remember I had a Pax pen on and off in little pods. My wife loved it, so it was pretty easy to own, even though I felt a little almost feminine, like with this little aerodynamic little Pax pen that you put a little pod and then thin out of it, but they taste really good. I found one of those and uh, I was like, huh, okay, this is kind of cool. I'm thinking for you're on an airplane or, you know, you're traveling. There's nothing more low profile than that. That is really attractive for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I just couldn't bring myself. It's like such, I don't know, it just seems a little too corporate to buy the, it reminds me of that jewel thing is what it reminds me of. And I'm telling you, I'm a slave to my unconscious, man. I just, I, I buy the ones that look like they were made by stoners, you know, like the ones that say have THC on them. And it's just, uh, what do we get? Natty Rams. Shout out to Natty Rams. Don't they quote me on this. It might've been the same parent company as uh, jewel pods for those pack spins. It seems like it. It would take a huge imagination to see identical freaking you know device so jewels all the, t the tobacco end of it nicotine i should say yeah jewels jewels the reason guru's coughing right there no that i was i was actually hitting the puffco there <laughs> well then i blame sneaking, puffco then sneaking right, one man. of those in on the show it is so hard by the way we'll be doing some making some content and we'll try to guru and i cheers puffco's yesterday and we we're like who's talking i'm not talking because i'm freaking choking my ass off so it might not be a good idea Hey, dude, can I say something real quick? Because real quick, we've been throwing, we got the new studio, we've got the new set, we've been making some content, just trying to play around with different things. And uh, my idea in this is that we're all stuck at home or we're all kind of, I know that I'm a little bit starved for, for companionship. I don't have people coming over like they used to. So I've got these uh, Kyle and Max and Guru, we're all hanging out, even Rowdy Rick. The idea is to have some fun and to turn the cameras on. And if we're smoking something good or doing something interesting, like we're making that hash and just smoking dispensary uh, uh, extracts yesterday. So we threw the cameras on. So I, we work hard to produce this show. And what do you call it? Guru? High production value with this show. Uh, but, I like to add some production value. Yeah, you certainly do, sir. But uh, we're going to be doing some different content around. We're going to be just hanging out. So look for if you just want grow. Dude, gross show, man. Right on. Bring it. Bring it. See what yeah. you got. You know I need the freedom, the artistic freedom to try something new, dude. <laughs> don't want to hold you back, man. Oh, it ain't you, brother. I am talking on Death Bubba. Death Bubba, my friend. Shout out. Uh, thank you, Dinesh from Optic Foliar. Uh, opened a package in the mail with three different eights in it. It's like, oh, shit, man. So got some uh, Death Bubba from the UPS man, totally legit. And I found a description on it here. I had to read this because this is one of the best written description. This is from allbud.com. I don't know who wrote it, but uh, let me do some narration on here so you can enjoy. It's an indica dominant hybrid. Death Bubba is uh, a strain created as descendant of the hugely popular Bubba Kush strain. This dank bud boasts an insanely high THC level that ranges between 25 to 27 and effects that can end in almost death-like sleep. That's fucking almost scary, by the way, man. I don't like that. I don't like almost that. immediately <laughs> after smoking, you'll feel a wave 
of rushing focused energy wash over you that leaves you uplifted and motivated with tendencies towards having psychoactive experiences. I did. As the high continues, you'll be eased into a state of utter relaxation with deep introspection and spaciness that can cause you to become distant in social situations, Scotty. Guru, guru. Hang on one second. Do you smell that? Mm -hmm. I smell a fucking odor of bullshit, man. Heavy. The real, fuck is real. this, man? I'll bet you that you could bring this strain over. I'd smoke it and be like, wow, it's pretty tasty, man. Got a little bubba in it, huh? None of this shit <laughs> is happening to me. I man. have this I like person the is good with those of, of saying hey, that they're good uh, with spaciness a, a oh. that can cause you to become distant in social situations. I've smoked cannabis that I think has caused me to become a little distant in social situations or engaged, depending. <laughs> but it used I, to, and now it's backfired, you know? My wife's like, what the fuck, dude? Don't smoke before you come in here, all right? Whoever wrote this did have uh, access to a pretty good thesaurus. That is a hard word for me to say. <laughs> That's an awesome word, though, man. I like the effort put in. I like the effort put in was all. It is a very tasty strain. Um, so much appreciated for the sample there from Danish Man. And when I've been, uh, and shout out to the DDC, when I've been running a little bit lower, people have been able to send some over. Uh, I'm going to harvest here hopefully in about a month and be back on track with a little bit. I had that, you know, the no summer harvest hurts. Like if you lost your summer crop, you'd be hurting real bad, right? Yep. Uh, you know what? I'm not afraid to go to a dispensary though, especially they've been good, you know, support the commercial growers, but I'll be damned. <laughs> it is pretty cool to be able to go to the store and buy dank bud in between, in between your dank bud rounds. Yeah, well, you're not on a, you're not, I'm not going to say you're not on some crazy like budget. You're not on a budget for weed. Like when you go to the dispensary, I don't, don't think you walk in there being like, okay, Scotty, we can only spend $50 today. I can buy a $200 ounce and have it last me a lot <clears throat> because I keep it in my office. I go, you know, I'll smoke. I don't know. I usually don't even smoke joints of the really good stuff. I am today, sir. Cause, uh, cause why not? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll last. How good is a $200 ounce? Is that mids, man? Is that quads? What you got? That's what I just showed you. A $200 ounce was that mac and cheese that I just showed you. So okay, quads. Okay. Pretty damn good. It's quad $200 ounce. Get yeah. you quads. Yeah, I'm not too good to buy other things, you know, to go buy butter at the dispensary. I'm not that cool. <laughs> what a good comment on here. I'll take it over to uh, Prez Camancho, which I think ah, was the president in idiocracy. He was. Dude, I, it's becoming less funny as it becomes more true. Oh, so another thank you for this comment. Prez Camacho says another pretty cool feature. We were discussing um, the Apple Watch and or Scotty's using a sleeping oh, I ring. I left it on today, it? man. I accidentally left it on. I guess I'm getting used to it. Like it was just a ring, man. And I all still the have different not devices, as I say, you can cyborg with these days that I kind of poo-poo on to some degree. But Prez Camacho, Prez Camacho says another pretty cool feature of an Apple Watch is the fall detection. So this, this is from this is from us oh. talking about the, the ring last week. The, I'm actually oh. wearing it, the, my sleep ring, which I still, I had no idea. I get like five and three quarters hours sleep. You know, I was like, oh, I got 11 hours. You know, I went to bed for 10 hours last night. It was like, you read a book for two hours. Man. And I was kind of shitting on a little bit. I don't, I'm not so into being cyborging too much. Devices, well, Apple Watches, rings, monitoring, although it has its benefits. Do you time yourself on the mountain bike? You trying to get faster when you, when you do a trail or no. something? Not at all. No. Not at all. Wow, you're a fucking soul biker, bro. <laughs> all right. So there was a post about a year ago about a guy mountain biking and a mountain biking accident and was knocked unconscious. Fuck. Watch alerted his family when he didn't regain consciousness 
The watch called paramedics with a tag to his location. They were able to pick him up dead? and get to the hospital. <laughs> What's that? Jeez. I said they, the paramedics fucking showed up. He didn't regain consciousness, man. I don't know. That doesn't sound so good. Uh, it says, well, I can't justify the money, that kind of money on myself. I could definitely see getting one for my father, who was also an avid cyclist. Even if he only wear it out while riding, it would be worth the peace of mind. So this is where technology, like, well, that's cool, man. Like, maybe to save this guy's life. But what if it was time for him to die? How dare you, man? I thought I was a dickhead with my good comment, man, but how dare you? That's uh I mean, that is a really cool feature. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool things about this. And I, I understand we're getting more and more cyborg. Uh, if I'm wearing the phone already and listening to the books on one of those headsets already, I mean, shouldn't maybe I take advantage or at least if I'm doing all this, maybe have some kind of effort in there to look at my body and what's happening with my body or sleep specifically? Yeah, like you said, you're trying to figure some a few things out. You have, How- uh, you know. Wouldn't it be stupid if I was like, hey, I can tell you, you know, our YouTube views and the average watch time was 6.9 minutes yesterday. Uh, but I have no idea how long I slept. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or how many calories I ate or how far I walked. It was kind of it would kind of seem dumb. Yeah, it's it's just a little too much information um, for me. Like you said, oh, you don't time yourself biking. I've thought about it. There's an app called Trail Forks that has all the trails. Then you can see how you do a bunch against everybody else, which I don't want to see. Right. Because there's people that are way, I could have my best damn day. I'm like, be like that, was, that was the best ride of my life. How did I do? Oh, you did blah, blah, blah. Compare, yeah. If you are comparing yourself to everybody else. Um, but for me, it's just like I already know I'm, I'm going to be pushing myself as hard as I can. So I don't really need to know any times or if you went any quicker, just continue to push yourself as hard as you can and you get better. I dig. Like, try to keep it simple. I dig, that, dude. I dig. Prez Camacho, thank you for the comment and the point. Uh, pick and choose how you use the technologies. You are right a little bit, Scotty. If you already are carrying a phone everywhere, which I still try to keep off of my skin, I don't like these devices right on my skin. Right. I don't know why. I'm still not comfortable with Bluetooth in my ear. Yeah, 5G, bro. 5G. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into what's going on. Let's change it up a little bit. Uh, You're watching a chick flick, huh? I can't believe I left this on to format, man. (laughs) I was just going to bullshit with you about it, man. I was sitting there over the weekend. You asked me if I did anything. I was just chilling. And I go hanging out with my wife. And a lot of times I'll be doing something, you know, in a different room. So you make a conscious effort after being together for 20 years to hang out. And she's watching Sleepless in Seattle. And I'm like... I'll fucking hang out with you, you know, it's like, it's like right when the kid starts calling, you know, the radio and I'm just like, all right, this is pretty good, man. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, man. And then it's happened a few times where I like chick flicks, like, uh, like under the Tuscan sun. All right, man, if nobody's around, you can watch that pretty fucking good. It, now eat, pray, love. I'm fucking out of there, man. They make this right. Done. No, maybe shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> You oh, like any man. chick flicks, no though, time. man? No, no time for it. Hey, come on, this was like 1990 something, and I fucking watched it in 2020. So I had figured I'd make it. Took me 30 years to make time for it. I, I grew up almost with two done sisters. watching as long as we're in the 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 good movies and culture and entertainment while you're where you're getting stoned with the family. Mandatory. Uh, we got one more in the Harry Potty. Harry Potty. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting, man. <laughs> 
the Harry Potter series. <laughs> we have one more of, of those to watch as a family. We've been enjoying those as a family. They're kind of cool. It's like a total brain vacation. I try to get as high as possible before watching it. Right. Um, as well, then we're going to start, which came highly recommended. The uh, What's the other series with, like, is Gandalf and, like, Fucked. I can't make fun of you because I watch the Precious. Yeah, the the Precious. What's yeah, that? What series? is that? The Rings. The Lord of the Rings. There we go. I heard those are pretty tight too. I haven't watched any of those, so that's that's my my entertainment section. What we're gonna be catching? Give me something I can fucking use. All right, man. That's what I think about <laughs> when I watch those fantasy movies. You know. I mean, it, it should just make you think of J.R. Token. Because I think that that's what his name is a play on is J.R. Tolkien. So he's J.R. Token. <laughs> that is awesome, man. <laughs> Dude, you're on fire. I got a post here from DGC. Uh, this will start a good conversation about dabs. This is Am I Immune to Dabs by Ja Will. Ja Will. Ja Will. Ja Will. I like it. Just over a year growing love dry herb vaping. Uh, nice. I got a rosin press and made some rosin. I've tried low temp dabs and up to 550. So wow. is 550 like on the higher end if you're dabbing? Guru? Uh, so it can really depend on the material that the like dab thing is made of. Yeah, 550 is normally a little bit hot. Uh, between 450 and 550 is like the sweet spot. For I'm trying me, to think for I, me personally, at least. That's what we had. So he's right in the range, though. I was trying to think when we had our email fired up, but yeah, you yeah, you just sp- took a dab off of my Puffco earlier right. at 525 was what that was at. But this all right, okay. this is interesting. So really, no effect other than coughing. I thought it was my flower and bought some live rosin at the dispensary. Still nothing. I've tried a lighter and a banger. I have an email and did temps from 380 to 550, just coughing, not even a light buzz. Is it possible that dabs don't affect some people? Uh, can can yes. I feature just a couple comments? The first comment from April Comaristim says no. Yeah. <laughs> just me, stri- they affect you differently. <clears throat> it's not the same as smoking a joint. That's why I do prefer to smoke. If I want to get really high, hang out for 10, 15 minutes and smoke a joint uh dabs do get me high but it's almost like a more lucid high you know it's 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 quite different and it depends it's most definitely going to depend on the quality of the dabs that you have too um the better more like live dabs uh, or anything that's live that it has more terpenes in it it's going to have more of that like original effect that the flower would have too um so no i i don't think anyone's immune to dabs my question for you would be how much edibles are you eating a day? <laughs> um because that's the only way really that like without smoking something else or i mean i guess just an exorbitant amount of flour but mainly if you've got a really 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 high tolerance to edibles i could see maybe dabs not doing too much to you just because the edibles are already uh doing their job so well i don't know yeah I, that could be the only thing but Flower is a different buzz. Maybe you used to that flower buzz. Call your mom. That's how you know you're high. Call your mom. It's a great litmus test. Or, yeah, call your mom or get out and do something you don't normally do high. Like, try something new. Leave change the up, house. Change I mean, up people the set that setting. Can, can be in front of a screen or a video game high as F, and then you're not really fully noticed. And then you're like, oh, shit, I got to run out and do whatever. Just get out of the house if you can. Sometimes that's just enough to know, oh, Okay. But he's saying nothing. Look at the sky. Nothing. I'm high as fuck. Ja Will, it sounds like you're doing everything right. I'm I'm interested. I don't know. 
Let's get a little bit though with this part on the conversations of the history of dabs, like how and concentrates really with cannabis. How long have they been around? But it's really been trendy. It will say in the past ten years at least, as far as devices and ways to do them. Yeah, it just kind of made me think. I started thinking of like when the when the first time I did a dab was, and just what how fucking happy you were just to see shatter. And then I started even thinking. Check this article out really quick. It's, it's interesting because hash I mean, if we're going to concentrate, right? Yeah, they first talk. Well, do we consider hash or hashish a concentrate? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, concentrates it's, have been along for is. a long time. Then, like they're saying here, from like thousands of years, but India, Persia, and China would use hashish for medicinal and religious purposes for a long ass time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to show this and go right. This is our actually Ooh, yeah. our two, 220 filter bag. This is actually the crap that you filter out. But basically, I mean, they would take like the, you know, the trichomes <laughs> and they would just rub them together. And that was hash, man. And it was where they would use heat and pressure. I think that's just basically like pressurized with some heat. But uh, that is definitely a concentrate. It's not the, it's not the leaves and everything. No, definitely a concentrate. It wasn't until though, out of this article, um, out of Yo, Yo Dabba, Dabba, Yo Dabba, Dabba. <laughs> That's awesome. What is That's this funny. website? Yo, there's a website, Yo Gabba Gabba. This okay, Yo Dabba Dabba dot com. Yeah. Ask me anything about pop culture, man. I'm your pop culture guy. When are we enrolling in the Dab University? That's awesome. <laughs> Closed loop extraction didn't come along until 1999 when a popular online psychoactive library, Irwin, published hash honey oil technique. Hey, time out. Does anybody remember that place? I don't know if it's still around, but that was like they had all sorts of psychedelic Wait, information. You could go there and people would have like their journals of all the effects they felt for the entirety of their trip on basically every research chemical and yes. psychedelic chemical <laughs> that anyone crazy. could find. It was crazy. But here you go, man. Fucking the start of hash honey oil technique. That's neat. Yeah, and unfortunately it's saying so what 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 influenced closed loop systems? Many amateur BHO labs have exploded due to the highly flammable butane used, but amateur users continue to use this method. Open blasting hydrocarbons such as propane and butane led to more refined and advanced closed loop extraction systems. Dude, man. solvent uh, contained and recycled. Our potent ponic, our friend potent ponic Steve posted something. I we hang out on Facebook. I know nobody does anymore, but he posted what uh it looks like when a lab catches fire and one of these closed loop extraction. This was a professional. Oh, lab. like I think you. Well, yeah, go caught, ahead. Caught fire, and I mean, you can just see the gases igniting, and think, I think the guy jumped in like a freezer. Hopefully, he was okay. But wow, really scary. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to assume your gender, sir, ma'am. <laughs> Let's go from yodabadabba.com over to thedablab.com, talking about a little bit of the history of dab tools. Yeah. Oh, take fuck. Look at that. I see him right off the bat. <laughs> Let nice. me take you back in time a little yes, bit. Sir. Here. It says yes, it was sir. the mid-1990s. <laughs> there was no internet or social media, no cell phones or text messages. Kind of liking it. Uh, MTV was still playing music and cannabis was highly illegal across America. I will never forget watching an older friend heat up two butter knives, 
on the kitchen stove and press a bowl of hash between them to produce a thick cloud of brain numbing vapors. And I will add in that will make you cough forever. Yeah. Because that's dabbing kind of dirty, you know, dirty. That's that's why Guru's got his six star bubble hash, because it doesn't have all that other stuff to burn in there. When you can just burn whole trichome heads, it doesn't make you cough so badly. Oh, yeah. Pardon me for not liking to smoke paraffin waxes. Right. That's what. Yeah, that is. But God, did you ever do that? And you had to have the old stove with like the twisty curly thing, you know, the twisty curly <laughs> element. And you just hang the knives there. And yeah, you would pick them up, put a little dollop of hash on the on the uh, the bottom one and just press it together. And yeah, sometimes you would take like a Coca-Cola, like a two liter Coke. Two liter bottle, the bottom cut off. Yeah, and that's how you would get it so you didn't burn your face. Like, did, that's why hey, did anybody you guys, else? You guys ever accidentally burn someone because you have to awkwardly hold the knives Fuck with you. oven mitts? We're and it's pretty easy to drop it. a knife when you're holding them with oven mitts? We're not talking about it, man. Yes, I coughed for so long because I felt the pressure to clear because we were burning hash. It's valuable as shit, man. I want to get all that smoke. So I'm like trying to clear the whole two liter. The thing's still going like crazy and just get that burnt throat for like the next out really high. But just like a burnt throat. Um, But I burnt myself many times with dab stuff just due to ignorance and grabbing things I shouldn't. Just out of being high and trying to think I know how to use it. Like act like you know what you're doing, dude. I mean, grab ah. Right. If you're going for evolution of dabs, man, how, what was the red hot dab period? Oh, it's cooled off like 2011 ish <laughs> was when it when it started. And it was legitimately no one knew any better. Uh, like no one was taking low temp dabs of anything. Like I thought you were supposed to take dabs off of a red hot titanium nail. Like it's literally heated up till it's red. Wait till it's not, which takes about five seconds. Right. And start dabbing on it. And like I thought dabs murdered your throat and that was like what they're supposed to do. And now we're in 2021 in the Puffco Pro. And you can set the temperature that it's on and shit. It's pretty it's fucking cool. Let's go down. Pretty, Let me see some. Pretty cool these, how man. things have advanced along. Well, they do got a few is. things here. They got this. It says the uh, the swing. Swing style, I don't a know swing those. set dab rig. They go the titanium period. Wait, look at that swing set. That thing's hardcore. I remember you go over. I had a couple things that were made. My first vaporizer was made out of like lab gear. It was just like this kind of lab gear put together, and it had a heat gun, <laughs> and you just used the heat gun. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yep. The, the, the heat gun on low. Titanium uh, nail days. The, those. Yeah. Those. Okay. So are those done? Titanium nails like not. It's not how you do it anymore. It's uh, yeah, just generally. Uh, if it depends on the quality and how much money you have. like, people will spend thousands and thousands of dollars on uh, dab rigs and gear for right, dab rigs. Right, where uh, they make quartz is like generally thought of as like the standard for taking dabs, like bucket wise. They make them out of emerald and sapphire too, which have better heat retention and like the flavor gets better with stuff like that. Uh, silicon carbide is my favorite thing to dab off of. Oh, it's what yeah. they made the bottom of the space shuttle out of. It holds heat really <laughs> evenly up, and has a ton of thermal mass to it. So it works really well as uh, something to dab out of. It can be very consistent with the temperatures that it has. I got to be honest with you. The crappy bowl that the Puffco comes with to begin, you know, originally looks like the stuff that the space shuttle was made out of. Which That's, space shuttle? Uh, the one, one, of, one of the ones that up, didn't right? blow up. Yeah. But, but, I wasn't uh, it was on one of the ones curious. that blew up too. 
Man, I was listening to a podcast about false memories and they asked all these people about where they were. I don't think it was a space shuttle blown up. It was something like that. And everybody had different memories and a lot of them couldn't possibly be true. And like you just, you start lying to yourself a little bit in your brain and in the end, you just totally... It totally inflated it. It's kind of funny. Wait, Weird. all right. Moment like that, where were you when you had your first dab? Uh, I know exactly where I was. I was in the doorstep of uh, graphic artist Greg's uh, house, rental house. And he was like, you got to try this thing. And that was where I had my first red hot dab, sir. Yep. Mine was on Downey Street in Radford, Virginia in 2011. See, there is no Downey Street in Radford, Virginia. See what I'm talking? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right goo come on you you're the youngin you I, do you know all this stuff man or do you know what all these are scroll down let me see uh yeah look, see. looking at these i should know what these are okay well scroll down to the next one because we've had no actually that looks a little like the email but that's that's also titanium right yeah th this is another titanium one and it's like the titanium donuts uh where it's it pulling out of the middle of it and like your dabs go in the donut on the outside. Got it. And it works pretty good with e-nails and stuff. That's why it has, it, you can get the wrap a coil for an e-nail to go around that. And titanium had like okay heat retention right. um, and like thermal mass to it. But there ended up being a lot better things to take dabs out of a little bit later on. All right, we'll scroll down. Scroll down. Let's see if they came to the same conclusion. What the hell? I don't even know what that is. Have you ever seen something like that? Um, I haven't dabbed out of one of these. I think it's, yeah, it's a honey hole. Uh, it's a, kind of the uh, same concept as a donut, but it's made out of quartz and it's pulling it down through the middle. Quartz, it looks like glass, but it has a uh, much better heat retention and actually gives pretty tasty, like turpy hits off of it. All right. And it's pretty generally considered just like the gold standard, uh, these days for stuff. Um, as far as just affordability uh, and availability and its ease of use and how tasty the dabs you can take off of it are and that came a little bit later that yeah quartz quartz came a little bit later and it took a while for it to get to where all the glass blowers and stuff started figuring out how to work with quartz and make uh, the different shapes and stuff out of quartz because it progressed on to like the bangers are just uh, like those. the yep. general quartz yep. banger you can find one at any head shop across america they're everywhere that's what it I'm holds good with. heat it has good retention there are better things like emerald or sapphire and that's if you just are like made of money what? or something like that yeah emerald I mean, or sapphire emerald and sapphire both uh hold and retain heat really well and are strong and sturdy and can uh give really flavor they're sp it's supposed to be way more flavorful i haven't tried it I'm stuck on silicon carbide. It's like yeah. completely nonstick. It holds heat really well. Super tasty dabs. It's just not see-through at all, which is like the only knock on it, which I don't really care it, too much. Silica carbide looks like, you ever seen like the socket sets with the really hardened black finish on them? Mm -hmm. Like the sockets. That's kind of what it looks like. Super shiny and unbelievable. This You've been talking about this for a long time, Guru, and holy shit, the just nothing sticks to it. You get it a little bit warm and absolutely nothing sticks to it. So it does make, you know, a guy like me who's kind of messy with the e-nail or just with the Puffco, God, does it make it easy. So I will shout out to what is it, D-Nail? Is that who made it? Uh, yeah, we got, that was a V3 Puffco Peak Silica Carbide uh, replacement a. bucket. Should get one of those, man. Uh, yeah, the, the things are pretty great. Um, and yeah, you can, it was made by D-Nail.
Shout out to them, man. They made a good product. Not not a DGC Pro, but makes a good product. And you don't have to have a Puffco to start using silicon carbide either. You can get uh, bangers from them or donuts from them that go into their emails and stuff. So like you, you can get it and work with anything you use. Frosty McNuggets uses silicon. That's who I learned about it from. Right. Um, it's pretty great. Damn straight. I do learn a lot from that guy. So I got to go get me a uh, quartz banger. Yes, you do. Oh, you'd be cool as fuck if you did, man. I mean, AF. Uh, AF. It looks like you've got to be important. There was a time frame looking in this article here. Um, then they said that they had the issue with titanium. Dude, so over time, an onslaught of cheap imported low-grade titanium or worse, dab nails flooded the market. Way too oh, many man. people fell for it, leading to a less than desirable dabbing experience as users would discover layers of built-up carbon deposits on their deteriorated nail head from past unvaped oil and poor manufacturing so you definitely when you're inhaling shit and heating shit up to these temperatures do your yep. research yeah yeah you are right brother but titanium's uh, dead anyway so um, yeah i knew yeah. that jesus uh that was pretty cool thank you i actually learned a couple things there reminisced down memory lane sir We'll move on to, uh, before the news, the pros list. You've got a couple pros on here today. Go to dogrows.com forward slash pros to see where all the coupon codes are listed for your grow, for some seeds, for some CBD. Who'd you pick today, Scott? Man, you know, I, I have been into the podcast lately. So I've been hanging out. I was listening to uh, Rasta Jeff was hanging out. I didn't realize he Shout does. Shout out. Just, yeah, I read genetics, but he does just a hangout. I think it's every, what was yesterday? Every Monday, he does a hangout. It just uh, hangs out with people on Instagram live. It was actually really fun. Oh, okay. So not, this is not the Grow From Your Heart podcast. This nope. is something different. It's just a yeah. hang, a live hang. Tell everybody's got different content, you know, different levels of mm -hmm. content. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I love being able to, especially with the DGC, when I communicate with them, I really enjoy it. When I share some of the, the fun that's going on in the bakery, it's really, it's really cool. It brings me some enrichment, some joy, sir. But uh, right. I tell you what, there's other people that are doing this out there. So I want to shout out Rasta Jeff is is doing his Grow From Your Heart podcast. Uh, and hold on. If you do yes, want sir. to check out the most important part for me about Rasta Jeff would be his good genetics. You know, but he, Rasta Jeff is carried at SeedsHereNow.com. Come on, code DUDE10. I'll throw that in there just in case you're going to get some seeds to get Irie. Go ahead. Okay, man. The people are the most important thing for me, dude. Sorry, pal. I hear you. I, I'm logistics. Go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, but I was listening to the Embracing Organic show as well. They have a podcast. Uh, you can catch it on YouTube. But I was just listening. Uh, I listened to a couple of them. But they're good, man. That is the same thing. It is just a hang. There's like nine. I think they're almost all DGC. But it's nine growers all hanging out bullshit. And Rusty just on that show sometimes, too. It's cool. And the last podcast I want to mention is if you want to learn some shit of how to, you know, really cut through the uh, the BS about nutrients and uh, get to the actual chemistry of it, Potent Ponic Steve, man, he is of so aquaponics specifically. Smart. You're saying, yeah, well, just I mean, you'll learn a lot about nutrients and okay, and, not just so you're okay, you're not just yeah. saying, and it could be even you can cross over to other growth styles. It, yeah, it's pretty high level. And I re you can really learn a shitload from a couple episodes, man. But Potent Ponic Steve has the Potent Ponics Grown with Fishes podcast. So right I want to give shout outs to the other content creators out there. I like that. I like that. There's room for everybody and there is a lot of different styles for sure. I like the cast on Embracing. I call it the cast on Embracing Organics. They got the neat intro to their show. It's kind of, I don't know, it's good times. They need it's like they're introducing them all waving. <laughs> oh man, if I had fuck you money, I would make them a Brady Bunch intro. 
where it's all of them show up, you know, the nine, <laughs> the nine cubes. That'd be awesome. Uh, so, com forward slash pros will hook you up with all the coupon codes. In the news, daycares in Finland built a forest floor and it changed children's immune systems. I found this interesting, sir. I was doing this while I was on the exercise bike, hanging out and, and scrolling the, uh, the feed. I get all these cool articles. So it says playing, I'll paint the picture here, playing through the greenery and a litter and litter of a mini forest undergrowth for just one month may be enough to change child's immune system, according to a small new experiment. When daycare workers in Finland rolled out a lawn, planted forest undergrowth such as dwarf heather and blueberries and allowed children to care for the crops in planter boxes, the diversity of microbes in the guts and on the skin of young kids appeared healthier in a very short space of time. I got to stop, man. Fucking. So they're targeting us with STD testing that offers peace of mind, that offers answers. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what was the other one we had? It was the Vitamix, which we just scrolled in, man. So I don't know what's happening here, man, but I haven't Googled anything weird in a while. IP, everything's fine. Well, since I have a different IP and I have cleaner search history, all they're telling me is to check out the Scouts of Canada and um, the RBO to go on vacation. You square, man. <laughs> all right. Thank compared to other city kids who play in standard urban daycares with yards of pavement, tile, and gravel, three, four, and five-year-olds at these greened-up daycare centers in Finland showed an increased T-cells and other important immune markers in their blood within 28 days. We also found interesting the intestinal intestation. Well, no, I'm going to go with intestinal microbiota of children who received greenery was similar to the intestinal microbiota of children visiting the forest every day, says environmental scientist Marja Roslin from the University of Helsinki. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have those bacteria in you, the same bacteria. You have uh, Bacillus subtilis all over you, uh, the same stuff that's in a lot of micro products and recharge. What's the, what's the most biodiverse uh, area in the world? You guys know? Uh, the Osa region of Costa Rica, sir. Uh, Costa Rica. On like a more granular scale, it is the soil in your backyard. It has more, so much uh, micro, microbiological diversity in it that it, just letting your kids be exposed to dirt uh, helps their immune system uh, build up things that it's been exposed to and train itself right. so that when something comes up with like a similar enzyme that's attacking or a protein that's attacking something, it can recognize it and fight and defend it. Like my nephew, when he was little, uh, got really sick because he had kept, he had been kept uh, in a pretty sterile environment, being like washed all the time with hand sure, sanitizer sure. and everything, like a lot of new mothers do, um, and got super sick because of it, ended up in the hospital, and the doctor was pretty much like, let him go play in the dirt. And hang out around more kids so that he's right. exposed to more things and his immune system can start to train itself. I wonder how long, and we don't have to get too deep, does it take your immune system to weaken when you're completely sanitizing all the time and not exposed to other things? Um, your immune system starts to decline and go downhill from the time you're like 23 or 25. And then it's uh, from then on, it will never be what it once was and continues to get worse. I read about it in one of those books. I think it was one of those Rob Dunn books. It was talking about how your immune system, it really does need to, it's like an attack system and it needs things to attack. And when it gets super clean, that's when allergies can happen where it attacks itself. It just gets confused. Or, I mean, what do you do when you want to get good at something? Um, practice. 
Did this oh, your your going. immune system being exposed <laughs> to more things is literally it practicing for like the war it has when something comes in and tries to kill you? I thought it was a trick question. Nope. That's like why you got to do what my neighbor said one time around a fire. He says, I'm going to get this over with and just start licking gas pumps. I mean, he's probably eating shrooms like him out of cow poop, so he's doing all right. A little bit more palatable than licking gas pumps. Just grab gum that someone stuck up under like a desk somewhere and just throw that off. Wait, what about the... uh, Poofusions, is that what they're called? I mean, oh, yeah. Poof, you, transfusions, you, yes. yes. Thank you. You could you could just go about it that way and just like wreck your gut microbiome <laughs> and just have like to some uh, sample of Tom Brady's poop to be ready to... Oh, Hang on, wait, 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 wait a second. Is that available? And what's it cost? A lot. So, sounds the, the article goes on here and it is, I mean, they need to do this study on a grander scale. I'm not surprised at all. Um, they, they did research in kids that just simply get out. If you have the ability to just go out in the woods or do a park or anything and feel the grass, I don't know, dig in some earth, grab some trees, don't clean your hands. And uh, that's my advice. And you'll be, uh, you'll, you'll probably feel a little better about yourself. Yeah, I ain't conflicted because I'm reading this book. I think it's called Gut, and it's just all about the gut microbes. And I kind of have that same philosophy where, uh, I don't know, I'll eat an apple. I don't really wash the fruit when it comes, you know, out of the bag from or whatever, out of the bag and progressive. But just from the supermarket, I'll eat an apple without really washing it. I'm like, ah, I don't give a fuck. And then the book is talking about that specifically bacteria. There's a specific bad bacteria that likes to live on them when they're <laughs> like apples or unwashed fruit. I'm like, oh, geez. All right. I'll change my way. What can you do? I mean, that's probably like I, my son loves apples. He eats a few a day at least. And Me he's too. just simply too lazy. I tell him like, look, I mean, we, we, we try to buy the natural, whatever. Natural is not the right word because everything's freaking natural. Um, organic apples, that's not really an option. So uh, he doesn't wash any of them. Never. But I tell him, I'm like, I even try to scare him. I'm like, dude, you don't know what could be on that apple. And he's just simply too lazy. But then again, he's going with, which a lot of humans do. He's never had a problem. Apple's never yeah. made him sick. He likes the we way it tastes. About it. He's like, so why wash it? He called me and we talked about it. I mean, we decided they wash them at the factory, dude. All right? <laughs> at the apple factory. Oh, triple Wherever wash. They make like apples, triple wash. Right? And in plastic. Like the I did I do I, like the broccolini, the baby broccoli, which I think yeah. I don't know if it's baby broccoli, but I think you made fun of me because you're like, you're not even getting as much broccoli. But sometimes they have it wrapped against styrofoam with the plastic over it. And I refuse to buy that. It's like, to, I, I feel dumbed down when I'm buying fruits or vegetables, plastic wrap with styrofoam backing. Right, right. I even feel bad grabbing that baggie. I think you told me the average life of a bag is 15 minutes, one of those grocery bags. Oh, yeah. I don't use those at all anymore. I kind of, I've seen some people looking at me a little funny because I'll just take like, you know, the bro- whatever I'm buying produce wise and just set it like on the cart. Like not in a bag or just set it on the cart. Just bring your own box, dude. Your own reusable ones. All right. You I uh, micro. I'm I'm enhancing my diverse (laughs) microbiota, brother. All right. Next next article here because this is a good one. Is your life insurance company cool with marijuana? I think you typically have to lie. Is that what you do? I don't know, but you know, if you lie on your life insurance and then you die and they look into it and they don't have to pay you, you pay them, they don't pay you. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. It says, can marijuana users get life insurance? In a word, yes, you can get life insurance. In fact, life insurance may not cost more for some marijuana users than those who don't use it at all. Or it says, yeah, depending on the insurance company and other factors. 
So it seems like they ask you and how you're going to get treated with it. Here we go. I found my highlights here. When you apply for life insurance as a marijuana user, here are the three potential outcomes. You're, you're declined outright. That could happen. You're approved. This, listen to this one. It's a trip. You're approved at a tobacco rate. Even if you don't use tobacco, rates for cigarette smokers and other That's tobacco fucked. users are typically several times higher than what a healthy applicant who doesn't use tobacco might be. Isn't that a trip? I, That's I'd have to have gosh. an interesting That's conversation. Ignorance. That's ignorance right there. And I guess it's just a progression where they're like, look, if you want it, we'll give it to you, but we're going to punish the fuck out of you. And you know what will happen is people won't buy the products or then somebody will come through and say, hey, you know what we can do? We can actually just market to cannabis smokers because we've actually it'll take a couple of years of actually finding people that admit to being cannabis smokers in legal states. But what do they call it? The is it the actuarial tables, the tables that tell you like everybody's, you know, death and risk and all that stuff. Um, and they'll figure out that cannabis use, maybe it's even better. It might even be <laughs> yeah. you know, better, certainly better than smoking cigarettes uh, and certainly better than uh, drinking a bunch of alcohol. So they, they might have a longer life expectancy. I know some fucking old ass donors, man. Chris Abrams of Marijuana Life Insurance, an independent agency in San Diego, provided sample rates to show how typical marijuana habits can affect monthly insurance premiums. Abrams' hypothetical applicant is a 30-year-old man in excellent health applying for a $500,000 30-year term life policy. And here's what happens. These guys are so So if you never use marijuana, <laughs> you're going to pay 30 a month. Hey, let's say you use marijuana a couple times a year. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring it up to $31. It's not a big deal. You use it once or twice a week, Scotty. We're going to jump you up to $55. Do you use it two to three times a week? 62. And here's, if you're using marijuana four times a week, you're going to pay... 126. Remember, if you don't use it, you're paying 30. And if you use it six times a week, you're going to pay almost $170 a month. So what's the right word for just, really dumb now? Because that's so silly. Because first of all, how are you going to test? You could be like, oh, I was on the policy, but my back hurt. So I smoked it a bunch this week. But normally I smoke it once every six weeks or so. I mean, how the fuck are they going to be able to tell that? They're going to have a you know, THC level in there. And this is kind of, you know, for a lot of people with voting for legalization, we just were so end of getting it legal. We voted for a lot of bad deals. Uh, when you're buying life insurance, you don't have to buy a bad deal and it is fairly competitive. There's companies out there. So somebody's going to give you, I don't know if it's, it's right now, but I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, It I seems would, like no matter how much that. you smoke cannabis, you should tell them that you consume cannabis yeah, a couple times a year, because that way, if there is cannabis, if there's some type of testing going on for any reason that they do need a drug test or I don't know, right. then you're not, it's in your system. You told them you smoke a couple times a year. So that was the time. All right. Because it's sure as hell not fair. Like you said, paying three, four, five times as much. That's asinine. But when 20 percent of the population admits to being you know, casual smokers or, you know, weekly smokers, which is going to fucking happen. I think 10% of the population underground was already kind of was, was thought of as, as smokers. So uh, when that happens, you're going to, they're going to figure out financial products for that uh, demographic dude. <laughs> that guy was killing me already. It sounded like one of those insurance policy commercials. Do you want $50,000 in life insurance guaranteed acceptance? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you found some memes, memes today. Memes yeah, come on. DudeGoes.com. Anybody can get a meme up. What did you come up with? This is just funny because it kind of reminds me of my past and possibly true. It says Scotty Bamboo Sales by, uh, who's it by? Sorry, it's uh, 
Okay, Grumpy Toad. Grumpy Toad it says, "Don't recharge it until you get home." And it is someone with that tree has got to be I don't know 15, 15 18 foot as straight up out of his trunk, their trunk. Holy shit! Looks like a little Honda or something like that. That is fucking awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> By any means necessary. I remember I was like that when I was young and had unlimited energy. I'd be like, I only got a car, but I'll just make uh, eleven trips. I'll get it. No problem. You know, it was like you had unlimited energy. It was great. But any means necessary. I love that. All right, what next one here? Dude's recycler. You got it up. This is pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is awesome. Dude's recycler by Plant Manager. I wasn't sure if we put this one on or not, but this one's funny as fuck, man. When you decide to start making healthier choices, what is that? Ricky has that's a carrot uh as the mouthpiece or is this yeah there's a watermelon involved there's a cucumber and the apple is the bowl and the apple i have smoked out of an apple before uh it's actually pretty cool but that's fucking this amazing. looks like some specific tools to make this work all right but nothing too complicated it would be possible but i'm nah, concerned about between the carrot and the watermelon looks like it might be a zucchini i'm not sure about that connection ah there you go i said cucumber <laughs> Could be, could be. All right, what else we got? DGC wants you to grow. Dude, that's you, man. That is you. From down Mm. by Big Down Under. Dude, you are Uncle Sam. Just just face it. Just just embrace it, dude. DGC wants you. And I am, I don't know what to make of it. Is it a painting of you? Well, does a DGC wants you to grow weed? Oh, right. sorry. We do want you to grow weed. As many people as possible to grow weed. Make this a better place. Yes. Just confusing there. That is fucking cool. Thank you for that one. Told you the meme generator's good. <laughs> <laughs> what else, one man? One last Terpene Tales. Yeah, this is kind of cool. This is by uh, this Terpene Tales by Blue Kiss Gardens, I believe. And just check this out, too. I, I, I know all these guys, man. It's Rasta Jeff hanging out. It's all the, the connoisseurs of cannabis all talking about. It's Rasta Jeff going, hmm, garlic, gas, fresh tires, coffee, hints of mothballs. And then Jaren's over there and Jaren's smoking. It's like a cartoon. This is amazing. It says diesel, pepper, and notes of skunk. And then there's loving in her eyes. It says, I, I smell some bananas, fuel, and happiness. And uh, Michigan Matt is on the end. He says, 67 <laughs> muscle car burnout, muscle car burnout, and garlic. It's got to be, it's got to be G M O M G. And it's the smelling bee. That is fucking oh, hilarious. That is dope. Let's man. give some credit here. This is uh, bizarro.com, facebook.com forward slash bizarro comics. Well, but I but I think, yeah, Blue Kiss Gardens, I think, did all the all the modifications and the Oh, I got you. Okay. It's fucking my cool. My bad, my man. bad. But very cool, Blue Kiss Gardens. This is yes. uh you you should do some comics. I see what you're saying. It's too good of a meme. It tricked me, Scotty. Ah, that's fucking hilarious. Thank you. The memes always make me smile. The DGC always makes me smile. Thank you for that. Hell yeah. All right, man. Let's put it in the bag with some shout outs. You ready, dude? Yes, yes. All right. I got to start it with Matt at Higher Harvest in Bloomington, Illinois. Charge it up, brother. I appreciate all the love over there, man. Oh, I, I will keep going. Yeah, two at a time, man. Come on, brother. Don't. I don't want to mess up the system. Thinking joke. 21. Mother Tree Greenhouse, which one am 
reminds me, just on a side note, I saw this home remodel show the other day, and they, they had this, look, there's a treehouse for the kids in the back, and it was just a wooden platform with like a plastic thing from, like, from Walmart on it. I call bullshit. And I made some pathetic treehouses in my youth, man. That wasn't a treehouse. <laughs> this is a greenhouse regardless, and we have learning and burning. Learning and burning, what's up? Iraqonic one and higher living origin. Call us row 420, how you doing? And Stabby, Nick Stabwood. Uh, both really cool DGC. My Danger and Endor Blues. What's up, Smoke Bomb and Travo, aka Total White Pops. Hang on, that's Why? Smoke Dog, man. I wonder who's related to the A Dog. <laughs> Stay hard, my friends. Until next time, we'll be coming at you soon as we'll talk. Hey, take it easy, dude. I will. I kind of. Kind of. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a tube. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. Smoking weed.